Hey, Cassidy Sargent. Hey, Andrew Street. Now, Cassidy, how familiar with politics are you? Extremely. Now, I'm sure you know that we will soon have a gamer for president. Absolutely. It's only a matter of time. Now, when a gamer becomes president, is it natural that his entire cabinet be gamers? I would I would say so, but so there there's a great book by a um, an Abraham Lincoln historian called um, Team of Rivals, mm-hmm. right? And it's all about filling your cabinet with people who disagree with you and people who would challenge you. So, depending on the platform that our gamer president is going to run on, you know, Switch, PC, Xbox, um, what platform they select, I would like to see their cabinet filled out by some diversity. Now if we have, have a PlayStation Prez, I, I need Phil Spencer in the cabinet, absolutely. Now you have to imagine. See, you went in a different route with this. Okay. I didn't. I didn't expect. I didn't anticipate the platforms to be their, their party. But that makes more sense. I was. What else say, would it be talking about? I, I don't know. I was just. I was just going to go with. We need a Call of Duty player to be Secretary of Defense. I, well, <laughs> I love that too. Actually, that's that's strong. No. That's strong. Give me an optic guy out there. Hear me out. What if we don't get gamers? What if we get characters? Master Chief. Is our Secretary of Defense. Oh, that makes Tom sense. Tom Nook. I don't know, Secretary of State or whatever. Treasury? Treasury. Mm. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Treasury is a place. I don't know. Who's going to mine c- the money? What do they call the person who runs the Treasury? The Treasurer. The treasurer. Yeah. Mm. You, could, you could be the Secretary of the Treasury. That's a legit title. Mm. Who's Secretary of the Interior? Who's taking care of us at home? That's that's who runs the parks, right? I don't believe so. I, th- I think that's whoever runs the National Park Service. But let's go with that. Who runs the parks? Parappa the Rapper. Mm. Alan Wake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. President cabinet roles. Uh, I should know this. You got your secretary of state, right? Okay. So they're dealing with all the foreign affairs. So maybe that's like a Carmen Sandiego or a, a Nathan Drake or a Lara Croft. Okay, so you got your uh, Department of Justice. Mm. Sam oh. King. Oh, well, yeah, naturally. Uh, Department of Agriculture. Who made Stardew Valley? Yeah, either a Stardew or like a Harvest Moon connection here. Department of Commerce, which is separate from Treasury. I'm not I'm not sure what happens there. Maybe Rusty? Mm. Oh, from of Rusty's real deal baseball. Wheeling and dealing. He knows he how does. to make a deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. The art of the deal right there. <laughs> Department of Labor. <sighs> uh, what's Who's the skeleton from Undertale? Sands. <laughs> yeah, Sands. Okay, sure. Throw Sands in there. The kids will love that. <laughs> um, Department of Health and Human Services. Nurse Joy. Oh, mm. perfect. Fuck Cass so fast, too. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Minecraft Steve? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Definitely Minecraft Steve. <laughs> Department of Transportation. Uh, the playable character from that Need for Speed game that had a story. Sure. Aaron Paul. Aaron I was Paul. thinking that. Or did PS1 Driver, was there a main character in that? Oh, hell yeah. Was that, Let's dude? just throw Vin Diesel in there and we'll call it, uh, we'll call it a driver game. That, he's in, they made a Fast and Furious game. Chronicles I of think it was, uh, I think it was called Wheelman. That was the oh. game where you could jump from car to car. Check out Wheelman. We should do a Wheelman in review. Department of Energy. Cole McGrath. Infamous. (laughs) (laughs) They just got him, like, chained up. uh... (laughs) Uh, Department of Education. The the teacher from Persona 5. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that or the Brain Age guy. Mm. Uh, Professor Layton. Or that. That's great, All right, there's way too many more of these, so I'm going to give you one last one. I'm going to do... Uh, all right. United States ambassador to the United Nations. It's got to be a diplomat. I feel. Oh. 
Somebody everybody loves. Someone with the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. Uh, well liked. Uh, it's got to be like fucking Marcus Phoenix. Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Phoenix, universally loved character with a great story. Uh, Claptrap. I was just I was thinking Claptrap. <laughs> or maybe uh, who's the guy from uh, Bioshock Infinite? Uh, Booker DeWitt. Booker DeWitt. You Basically, just in, insert white guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you couldn't tell by the first five minutes of this political video game show, you're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet about video games. I'm your host, Andrew Street. Joining me here, Cassidy Sargent, Department of Office of Management and Budget. No collusion, no Game Shark. Wow. Game Shark is a. Uh, that's a, a convictable offense. In, in gamer politics. No one is above Game Shark. Retribution. That's like being caught. You're a politician. Gamer president caught with an action replay DS in his pocket. Oh my god. Can you imagine the fucking stories? God. AP. It's like yeah. you remember when Obama didn't wear a tie. If, if the gamer president gets caught with a fucking action replay, it's over, dude. Impeach. Honestly, it's almost like. I don't know if you guys remember when Obama ordered Dijon mustard on his sandwich. Versus a working class man's mustard. Fucking so fancy. Fucking elite. Disgusting. Tan suit. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Uh, I bet he owns a PS4 Pro. Oh my god. Instead of a Wii U. <laughs> Joining us also, Council of uh, Economic Advisors, Sam Atherton. I wonder how many times we can input the Rosebud password to boost our uh, national budget. Oh, that's my shit. I understand that reference. Have you ever heard of the Konami code? <laughs> yeah. It's an indie gem. I don't know if everyone I, knows about it. I have a question. Mm-hmm. You think Donald Trump's a gamer? No, but confirmed Hillary Clinton is a gamer. Mm. I was There's gonna that picture of her playing Game Boy. Mm. I was going to make a joke about Donald Trump only playing that game where you... Uh, what's it? The Colonel Custer? Uh, Custer's, Custer's Custer's last revenge. revenge or whatever it is. What is that? Mm. <laughs> you want to you want to walk us through it? Um, imagine playing maybe the most offensive game you can play, but also it's an Atari game. Uh, so you, you have a, I think a one pixel by three pixel long wiener, and uh, you go and get revenge on the uh, Native American people with your quote unquote wiener. get revenge on. Yeah. Was this officially released? I think so. Google Custer's Revenge. Yeah. That's watch, a, some, watch some gameplay of that, of that boy, Andrew. I think Donnie loves Custer's Revenge and Donnie loves Hatred. Mm. Wow, Hatred, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, did Hatred even come? Oh, we. I think we read the plot of Hatred on this show. Hatred came out and was a thing for, I think, like a week or two. Is that the one where you went to hell and like had sex with all the demons? No, this was the one where you uh, uh, basically committed the mass shooting. Oh. You went into a police station and killed all the police because the world was dark and you were the arbiter of justice. It was a... It was a take. Oh. Yeah. It was like a... Like a a fedora the game. Oh, God. Mall ninja shit. Speaking of fucking fedora the game... You guys ever hear Pokemon Go? Mm. I started playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, you did. Because I have to walk to the train now. Doing a lot of walking. So I was like, you know, I got to do something to keep my my brain alive while I'm walking. Besides listen to music and podcasts. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to download Pokemon Go. Uh, there's a lot of shit in that game now. I As soon as I opened it, 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 it bombarded me with... 17 different messages it was like you want to catch a metal plated mewtwo good fucking luck (laughs) um i added sam as a friend so i can send and receive gifts from people because i as soon as i booted it up i realized i only had like four pokeballs and i immediately fucking lost all of those trying to catch a fucking weedle because i'm really (laughs) bad at i'm really bad at throwing the ball Mm. when i spin it because you got to spin it, right, to, like, get... No. no, you don't have to spin it. Does the spinning do anything? You get, like, 10 extra XP. 
Oh, see, the whole time I was like spinning it must make it a stronger ball to catch people. I Increase that so. catch rate. Um, okay, so that's going to help me. But yeah. I still suck at throwing it. Also, I only have great balls. Mm. No ultra balls here. But I don't think you can use ultra balls yet because you're only, what, level 14? Oh, I didn't even know it's locked behind a fucking I, XP wall? I think so. I could be wrong. But I started playing again, I think, when I was, like, level 12. And um, I got great balls. Maybe, like, level 15. I could be wrong. Okay. So what level are you now? 35. Wow. So right now I'm focused on catching stuff and hatching eggs. Do you do any, like, the gym battles or the raids? Yeah, I love the gym battles. I love the raids. Fuck. Um, So now I want to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it, it depends on, like, the community. Like, in Japan, like, literally fucking everyone and their neighbor plays. So at, like... 8 o'clock on a Wednesday morning, like, there'll be a raid next to my house, and there'll be, like, 20, 30 people there. And okay. then, that makes it, like, really easy to do. Um, but if you're in, like, a place where not very many people play, like, it'll be hard to do raids. And that kind of sucks. Yeah, so all the raids on my, like, there's people playing on my commute. Because when I'm walking home, the park is full of people. Mm. When I'm walking to work, like, everyone in the city is standing around playing or walking while they play so there are people playing i just have to do the raids i don't know really and also like i feel like i'm gonna get fucked up i'm such a low level my highest pokemon i think is a a gold duck named melissa (laughs) from when i had the game like two years ago (laughs) yeah that kind of that checks out no you just i mean like as you as you level up um you know you'll get it'll be it'll be easier but and now, so to evolve Pokemon, mm. do I still have to catch 800 of one Pokemon and then turn them into candies? Yes. Or you can do it as your buddy. And if you have the Pokemon as your buddy, then they get candy from walking. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I should get the Gold Duck out of my party then because Gold yes. Duck doesn't evolve anymore. Yeah. All right. Because I went to go take him out, and he was. they were like, you shouldn't do this. It's a bad idea. No, it's a good idea. Um, and then also, the way that I've leveled up so quickly is uh, I posted on the Kind of Funny Facebook group. And I was like, hey, let me send you some gifts from Japan. And I got like 80 friend requests. And that's like the – if you want to level up fast, you need to make friends. Or you need to get friends and send them gifts because you get – a stupid amount of XP from, like, leveling up your friendships. Okay, and so the best way to level... What's the fastest way to level up my friendship besides... Is it just trading gifts? Either sending gifts or doing raids together. If okay. you are, like... You know, if you're, like, Pokemon Go friends with your, like, friends in real life, you can do raids with them and you'll get bonus XP and bonus balls and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm into it. I, I just like the collecting aspect of it mainly. Like just walking around, collecting all the Pokemon, filling out the Pokedex. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I forgot how of, fun it was. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And like I they I they were just recently, like last week added there's like Team Rocket in the game now, I guess. Yeah. And like all this extra shit. You can finally see your, the IV stats of your Pokemon without having to jump through a bunch of hoops. So it's nice. There's a lot of nice quality of life updates. Cass, is Pokemon Go downloaded on your phone? No. Was it ever? Yes, absolutely. How long did you play for before you stopped? I probably played for like two months or so. I, I played during the Zeitgeist, right? Like there was there was nothing like that summer when that came out, and I just feel like fucking everybody was playing it. And you know, you walk down the streets, and everybody's looking down at their phones, and you can see the little Pokeballs spinning, and there's fucking cherry blossoms coming out every corner. <laughs> so I was playing then, but I, I have not returned. Honestly, that's probably the closest we've gotten to world peace. And it's it was beautiful. Been, nothing's been the same since then. It was beautiful. I think <laughs> I've told the story on here before that in like the fucking financial district, when that shit came out, it was like men and women in fucking suits 
just on their lunch break, hundreds of them just running around, like yep. somebody yelling that there's a scythe or down the block. Yep. Everyone's <laughs> like fucking running for it. We would make uh we would make like lunch dates at work, like, okay, I'm gonna go down to the go down to the coast on uh or the river on my lunch. Do you wanna come and maybe we can catch some water Pokemon? It's like, oh hell yeah. And you best believe if somebody had seen a fucking squirtle or something, it's it's on site, dude. We gotta sprint. And see, it's incentivizing me to walk more. Well, because I'm already walking for the commute. But now I'm like, oh, mostly want to go like, walk to the park tonight. That's nice. We could uh, open up the Pokemon Go. We can go see what we can catch over there. I want to catch That's that. the part of the game I love and respect. Yeah. I want to get the Pikachu with the fucking straw hat. Mm. I want to put it in my little virtual pocket. Keep it forever. I want to do, like, how's it going to work when sleep is a functionality? Now, are those different games or the same game? I think it's the same game. Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Mm. Yeah, you just connect it and it senses your sleep. Here's the dumb thing. I was thinking about getting one of those. I might do it. Honestly? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I don't really get the game. I Like, it, it, it's just, it is like a... It's like a like a card game almost, right? It's like a collectible card game. Wait, sleep? Is that fair? The the whole thing, Pokemon Go. Like of I I just want to fill out my roster. Uh I mean it's like you collect Pokemon like the normal right. games. You battle s- not the same as the normal games, but similar. What does that look like? Cash, you ever play a, a button masher? Ugh. But you just tap in the screen instead of Like is that really a, even a battle? I'm not trying to be a hater, but like, is just is is tapping the screen really a, a Pokemon battle system? No. But I'm okay. addicted to it, Cassidy. I can't okay, help all it. Right. That, that's fine. The raids are cool too. Honestly, for me though, the thing, the biggest thing, the biggest part of the game is the collecting. I get that a hundred percent. I'm I'm making sure I'm not missing some other like deep aspect of the game that I'm I'm just not wrapping my head around. Mm, yeah, no, it's just like it's like fun, like collecting like new Pokemon from like different. Yeah places and like you know getting the gifts i think is a lot of fun and like spinning totally the, the gift stops and, and cassidy i'm gonna ask you we're gonna play what's better okay crystal meth a shiny growlith what's better i've never experienced either of those so tough tough to, uh, tough to say okay well i i have experienced one of them Okay. Let me tell you, crystal meth, hell of a drug. <laughs> now I, I caught I caught a shiny Growlithe the other day, and Growlithe may be my favorite Pokemon, so I was pretty excited. Red not high, baby. Chase that dragon. Yeah. Honestly, what else is there to do when you're walking? Just Nothing. walk. Yeah. That's what fucking cavemen did. They just walked. You think I'm gonna walk for free? Like I'm walking trying to get nothing. Yeah, I'm trying to monetize my walking. By putting money into Pokemon Go. I almost you spent any real dollars? I have not spent any real dollars. I thought about it the other day when I was first started and I was sitting in my apartment and there was Pokemon appearing and I didn't have any Pokeballs and there was mm. no Pokestops and it was mm. raining so I wasn't going to go walk. So I was going to try to play the walking game by sitting in my house to put, spending money on it. <laughs> so. Sam, you give him a couple bucks? I don't think I have. Uh... Wow. Yeah, yes. I've been lucky enough to, like, there's, like, a bunch of gyms by my house, and gyms is the way that you can get coins for, like, purchasing real money things. Uh, so if you, like, go in the gym, you can make up to, like, 50 coins in a day. And I've thankfully been able to bank a lot of coins. I also want to get a cute outfit for my, my little guy. Mm. Which is the only thing I think that bothers me, is that I wish that the people looked like how they look in Pokemon. Instead, they just look like, I don't know, like fucking Second Life avatars. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure I'll have more to say as I, I continue to play and hopefully do a Mewtwo raid. I saw one by my house the other day. Mm. I'm trying to get that Metal Mewtwo baby. Uh, Sam, what are you playing mm. besides Pokemon Go? Yeah, I've been a... So I, when I went to Tokyo to visit Ian, 
I bought a game called Knights of the Round for the uh, old Super Nintendo. And it's basically a brawler, but you play, you either three playable characters. You got King Arthur, you got Percival, and then Lancelot. And uh, it's basically just these buff, like super buff knights, uh, and they walk very slowly, like maybe half the speed that you'd want them to walk. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. You kill knights, uh, you you save princesses. It's pretty hard, but uh, you know. Is it in oh. Japanese? Mm, the like the cutscenes are in Japanese, but like all the other text is in English. Oh wow. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. And it's uh, evidently pretty rare in America. Like, the North American version is pretty rare. So, I got a pretty good deal on it. That's sick. Bring your conquest back. Yeah. yeah it's nice. It's like a two-player game, so someone can play with me if they want. Is that all you've been playing? Uh, yeah, I also picked up NHL 19 for the old PlayStation 4. Wow. Yeah. Every once in a while. Are you a hockey boy? I love hockey. I didn't know that. Mm. Go Red Wings. Go Red Wings. Yeah? Okay. That's what uh, fucking shot my shot there. Joey and Full House. Yeah, there's there's someone else we know that really likes Red Wings, too. Um, But yeah, NHL 19, fun game. Uh, I don't know. Every once in a while, I get a hankering to play like a sports game. And it's usually either hockey or baseball. And uh, this time it was it was hockey. I feel like nobody ever talks about these games. Like, you know, but, you hear everybody talk about the, like, your Maddens. Madden, FIFA, Your, your 2Ks, NBA. your FIFAs, your, uh, the show. But I feel like the NHL games come out, I never hear anyone talk about them. They come out every year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think they, NHL, ha- they, they haven't gotten that, like be the player like here's an actual story mode like they haven't there's gotten, no like career there is a career like you can make your own character and all of that stuff but it's not like a there's no like cinematic story it's not like oh you spike lee off, didn't write it yeah spike lee did not write the uh the story for nhl 19 sorry to say <laughs> too bad um it's, yeah it's like it's can you like, fucking imagine that'd be great <laughs> yeah i don't know it's a fun game <clears throat> and i've been just like slowly chipping away at my uh my season. I've thought about it a couple times, picking up the NHL games. Yeah, like, they're a lot of fun. The fights are a lot of fun. Um, that's like probably the best part of hockey, I think. Yes. So. I used to lose my shit over NHL hits. Mm. So I can I can respect an NHL game. I just don't know the rules well enough. I gotta learn that. It's basically it the, like same the rules, rules of soccer. soccer? Yeah, pretty much. I don't understand icing. Hmm. So I see and mm-hmm. you, you can't you can't just hit the puck to clear it like or if the puck goes from the red line, the blue line to the blue. No, red line to the red line. And then the other team without being touched gets it. Then it's icing. It's like it's basically like a intentional like grounding or whatever in football. Hmm. And hmm. I don't think anyone understands offsides. So you just turn that shit off. And, uh, <laughs> I know how that works in soccer. I wonder if it's the same thing. I think so. But you just turn that oh, shit I, off. I got and one on you. You play. I used to turn off offside on Madden, and then I would just start my player in the backfield, and I'd rack up like twenty five sacks a game and feel like a badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, go Spartans. Yeah. Go Red Wings. Go, go New oh, Jersey yeah, Red Wings too. Devils. Go Devils. Uh, Boo Wolverines. One one last thing I played. I uh, I was I, I decided to buy um, Fire Emblem with the uh, Nintendo Switch Game Pass thing or whatever that shit's called. The voucher. The voucher. Uh, and so I also saw that there was a demo for a Kill a Kill game, and uh, Kill a Kill is like a anime, and it was a pretty good show. And they had a demo for a new game. I was like, oh, I'll download that. And I downloaded it and I played it. 
And it was a fucking, there was like a 30 minute cut scene that I couldn't skip. Hype. So wow. I turned it off. I was like, no, fuck this. <laughs> didn't get to gameplay? I didn't get to gameplay. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of late at night yeah. and I was like, I just want to like see what the gameplay is like. No, they were like explaining the story. They were explaining like all this. They explained the story twice in cutscenes, and I was like, I don't care about this at all. There's and, uh, one one thing I've sort of learned about Japan is that the era of video game tie-in movies that we had here in America, your Iron Man games by Sega, you know, the Peter Jackson mm-hmm. King Kong. Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yeah, yes. which was good. Uh, is that Japan, especially when I had a Vita, I realized this. Japan is like, oh, every single anime that comes out gets a game made for it. And these games, like, get no press coverage. They don't come out here in the States. They're Japan only. And they're absolute fucking garbage. <laughs> like, it's like they just make these games. Like, it's a tie-in game. And sometimes they're great. Like, I heard the Psychopath game is great. But it's like sometimes they just put these games out there. Like, it's just, what were you thinking? Yeah, like shovel. The Attack on Titan game always looked cool to me. But oh, yeah. I didn't hear I didn't hear that great things about it it's weird too like i feel like the attack on titan game came out and it wasn't that great and then the sequel comes out everyone's like oh it's pretty good and i feel like that happens a lot like you see that with like the digimon games or i bought the first sword art online game on vita mistake yeah, you did fucking mistake <laughs> huge fucking mistake. i'm more okay with that because that lends itself to a game so well sword art online yeah so the, right, because it's like an anime, like based on a fictional game, right? Yeah. So it, it's a pseudo MMO. Yeah. Like the the world is huge, and it's like you see other people running around, and they're not real, but but it simulates the MMO for you. But goddamn, is the game horrendous? <laughs> I just remember talking to like the main girl and being like, basically, just there's a sex scene, but you don't see anything. They just like you're talking in the garden, and then they go to the bedroom. Then it just cuts to black. And Fades it's, out. It's all in broken English. Oh, it was horrendous. Yikes. That's rough. I regret it. Good I spent forty dollars on that game. Oh, that was a chump, man. That's okay. Uh, so you're not going back to Kill the Kill? Uh, probably not. I looked at the reviews and it got a solid. It's it got a seventy-six on Metacritic, and some someone gave it a five out of ten. Seventy-six so. is not bad yeah i don't know we'll see is c plus wait so was it included in the like it's a voucher game no it's it was a demo oh okay and i was like oh, i'll download the demo have you identified your other voucher game uh i'm thinking either the demon x machina astral chain or maybe pokemon i'm really pulling for astral chain honestly yeah. i watched the preview stuff on astral chain I think it came out on Monday. That game looks fucking rad. Like, yeah. really, really cool. Honestly, I keep... Every time... Like, you just listen off those games right there. I forgot that Nintendo has, like, such a stacked year coming up. Like, I yeah, really... I, I really hope Go Damon ahead. X Machina... Like, I'm pulling for that game. Like, yeah. I want it to be Mech Monster Hunter. I mean, they they got a Pacross game this week, so yeah, their lineup is fucking stacked, dude. Lord of the what is it? Lord of the Over uh, Necro no, something know. or other? Leo, something dumb. <laughs> I'll look it up. Lord of the potential power or partial power? Are you really gonna get that? Oh, absolutely! Pacross Lord of the Nazarick for a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, talk about day one anime crossover games. <laughs> day one, available tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, the game's out for $9.99. Support your local Pacross anime crossover. Should I get it? I'm going to send you a picture of this banner image. If that doesn't sell you that you need this Pacross game, then you're fucking dumb. I mean, I'm looking at the trailer. It's so dramatic. There's so many anime. They look like Danganronpa characters. Yeah. The idea that this is a Pacross game is also very funny to me because this is like it's like a a crossword crossed over with anime. It'd be like if they did a uh, like a Cowboy Bebop crossword game <laughs> for nine ninety nine. I'd be fucking in there. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I hope it's good. Uh, Dang, so pick, team. If anyone, 
if anyone can give me a, a crash course on the anime series Overlord, uh, let me know. <laughs> I'm sure Ian can hook you up. He knows. I think hey, maybe he can. I think it's something like. I think it's also one of those games where it's like the characters are playing a game. Okay. But it's like an MMO, but the MMO came to life, I think. Now, Cass, okay. this image you yes. sent me, there's a skull man on it. Yes. And he reminds me very much of who's the, the skull thing that Yugi summons all the time in season one. It has <sighs> yeah. a it has a crossover Fuck. with the the red eyes black dragon. What is the name of it? The skeleton knight? Is that it? No. Time wizard. No, I wish it was time no. wizard. Jesus Christ, dude. Um we could spend the rest of the show on this because I really do want to get this right. Wait, can I? Yeah. You you think about it, and can I tell can I tell a Yu-Gi-Oh related story? Yes. Yeah, sure. So every once in a while, I get people that like come to my door. They like ring my doorbell, and then I like open the door, and they like see that I'm white, and they're like, "Oh, sumimasen," and then they walk away. Uh, but so this guy did this to me, and I open the door, and he has like one of those like a like a name badge thing on, but his name badge is turned around, and on the opposite side. Of his name badge is a blue eyes white dragon card. Oh hell yeah! And I was like, hey, Sugoi, which is like huh, cool. And then I like pointed at it, and he like asked me if I knew it, and I was like, yeah. And then he like stuck his hand out, shook my hand, and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> it was really funny. I love that. Now, Cass, his name is Summon Skull. That is absolutely it. I would put a summon skull fucking thing on my, my name badge at work. I would get a fucking summon skull tattoo. So try and harden up. <laughs> you said it on the podcast. You got to do it now. <laughs> Mail bet. <laughs> oh, man. Um, God, you, Yugi had some some great call outs, man. Summon skull, dark magician, uh, blue eyes, white. Uh, who was the who was the like elf looking dude? Oh, the Celtic guardian. Ah, that that must have been it. I think that, I think that's who you're talking about. I think that is not the mystical elf. Don't don't write in to correct us. I'm not talking about the mystical elf. I think I am talking about the Celtic Guardian. Uh, anyway, Andrew, what are you playing? Now, real quick, I just want to get on the Destiny train again. It's Iron Banner season. Okay, I'm out here playing the Iron Banner right now. Times are tough. I've been a big hater on the competitive scene. I'm really loving Destiny competitive, though. I'm liking the Crucible. I was a big Crucible hater. I'm in now. I'm playing some Iron Banner. I'm doing my fucking quest so I can get my gear. Next week starts... Talking to Lord Saladin? Oh, fucking... Me and Saladin were boys. I got four guns from Saladin today. <sighs> it's a good time. Next week... So you're back in. You, you've turned around on everything. Oh, yeah. I'm. I mean, it's... With the exception of my Switch and mario maker and some other games here and there i play nothing but destiny right now okay okay um just grinding for legendaries right now trying to get to max light level next week is the solstice event Mm. and so the solstice events it has like some really sick armor and this is going to be the first armor to be armor system 2.0 which is like that new relaunch and so that's going to be cool to get all that stuff. But they're also launching like a bunch of ghost and uh, sparrow skins. Like the sparrow skin looks like a little fucking wave racer because it's all beach themed. Little ghost skin where your ghost is riding like a fucking little floaty behind you. It's so cute. So they've they finally like they've started to like embrace like a meme sort of thing. I think they're finally doing the thing where. Yes, there's it's like, like okay those cute, to be a little goofy. Yeah, it's like we need those things, and and two, and this is something I like is like doing those cute things and also doing good looking gear and stuff that like isn't around forever. Like they're doing more of the events, the stuff they're giving it away, or like you have to earn it, which can be a good and a bad thing, because like if you don't earn it by the time like the event's over, I think it runs from like the end of July to like mid to late August. So, like, once it's gone, it's gone. Hmm. 
which is cool. Like it's just the neat. I like events like that where it's like seasonal gear, but they are leaning in and doing like cute self-aware things, like calling back to like Destiny subreddit memes and all that kind of stuff. So, and I'm excited, like you know, with that new relaunch coming, all of the new 2.0 gear and the way that they're changing everything. That should be a lot of fun. Because honestly, Forsaken was a lot of fun. You're making. Am this... I going to be able to buy a skin? to replace my sparrow with like a hot dog definitely not i don't think at no go point f- in this game's life so i don't think so i don't think they'll go that far hmm. though if they did i'm there day one day one how much would Give you spend on a hot dog skin andrew i don't know i haven't put any money into the game for the microtransactions and it's right now the fucking eververse gear looks pretty nice but i haven't done it I'll drop two fifty on a hot dog skin. Two dollars and I won't go pay more. Yeah, I don't even think there's anything that cheap. The minimum amount of silver you can buy is ten bucks. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. You lost me. Until you lost me. You could have made two fifty, Bungie. They're changing it though. I don't. I have no idea how the Eververse is going to look in the new uh, the new update. They're changing. It so as as I understand it, the the whole armor two point the thing that got me excited is. The cosmetics of the piece are not really important, right? Because you can put, like, stat bonuses... You can put the stats of one set onto the cosmetics of another. Is that right? Yeah, my understanding is that, like... Essentially, the way it works now is if you get a new piece of gear, you're basically, like, you have to switch into that gear if you like the stats better. There is no way to, like keep something cosmetically so now i think the armor system is going to have like more room for tweaking and more room for um uh what they call like ornaments okay which you can apply to like change the way things look uh but i also think you'll be able to apply it so like a piece of gear you get you can put it on those stats onto the gear that you like want to keep do you sort of like a consumption idea yeah Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll we'll be back in there in a couple of months when Shadowkeep drops. I know. I can't wait for you to, to fucking get back in there so we can talk about it. You what make it sound time. so interesting, but I I hated my fruit my time with Destiny 2. But you make it sound so interesting. What didn't you like about it? The gameplay. You didn't like how the game played and felt? Mm, I mean, the shooting was fun, but everything else I really disliked. Like like what like, what everything else? If like, you liked the shooting, the movement I thought was really not fun. Like just like doing all the missions, I was like not having fun with it. Hmm. Like it was fun to like you know, I guess shoot stuff, but like all of those like events, or like the little like in game like everyone come together. Yeah, the to public do this, events. I just thought, I thought it was kind of lame. Would you prefer if everyone went to one place and you just tapped on the screen? Yes. It, but it here's the thing, Cassidy. I didn't spend sixty dollars on Pokemon Go. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, of of course, point taken, and I'm mostly joking. I but know. let's. I I think that it would be unfair to say that there's not sixty dollars of content in Destiny Two, especially today. Hmm. Especially today. But I I feel that way at launch, and I know that people will dispute that, but. That was a $60 game at launch, no problem, and I'll stand behind that all day. Yeah, I think yeah. I got maybe six hours into the game, and I was like, no, this isn't for me. My thing is, like, it's it's in a great place now, and I think it's only getting better. But I think that it's getting better now because they're leaning in on, like, the MMO qualities of it without... Like, it'll never be a full... Like, it's not going to be World of Warcraft. It just isn't. Right. But they were, like, trying to what felt like... I mean, they said this in the announcement for Shadowkeep. They were like, we've never called it an MMO because we were too, like... You know, they didn't want to scare people away. But, like, now they're like, we are just leaning on into that this is an MMO, basically. And so I feel like now that they're leaning into that, it's it's gotten better. Like, you still have to live... You have to be comfortable with the fact that, like, you're probably going to play some missions over and over again as you grind out some stuff... Or, like, you're going to play some of the same things over and over again as you, like, are grinding mm-hmm. for resources or trying to kill enough enemies to get a special loot drop mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. But I think I'm not sure why it's clicking for me now, but I'm just having fun. 
like I, I'm on the Destiny fashion subreddit, like looking at people's builds, and I'm like, fuck, how do I get that chess piece? All right, now I gotta like do this mission, collect these resources, that'll give me this quest step that I can then like go and start this next thing that'll give me this and then i can do that and it's like just checklists basically but it's fun and the war is really cool like some of the shit they say in the game like especially these new parts is really neat but it still has a problem where like it isn't all explained and then you go online and like read the official lore about it and you're like fuck this shit's so cool if only you they gotta put read those grimoire cards yeah, I, I haven't really bought into that part of it yet, man. I, and uh, which is too bad because the the first marketing materials for the first one where they're talking about sort of like, you know, this ancient but futuristic and these relics, and I'm like, okay, I'm in, but it's some of it is too vague for me. Yeah, and that's the thing is that like when you read about it, it's not vague. I don't know why they make it. There's just shit in the game that they just don't explain. It's like, oh, they just made a reference to something and, like, they never said anything about that. So, like, that stuff's still weird. And I've never really played an MMO outside of, like, like, just testing the waters in WoW. So, it's like, I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be. Like, maybe, like, right, the WoW lore, how much of that is explained in game? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I've never played the game. It's a Robbie question, but... But yeah, it's yeah. a good fucking time. I can't wait for Shadowkeep to come out and everyone to like hop back into it. It'll be fun. Uh, and then, dra- you guys know Dragon Quest Builders? Mm. Sure. Uh, I loved the first one. Thought it was great. So I p- downloaded the demo for the second. And this is also just really great. Uh, I don't have too much to say. I only played it for like 30 minutes and it's a chatty little bit of... That's the only negative thing is that the chatty intro... Like, the tutorial, even though the first game can be a, a bit lengthy. Where are you playing it? Switch. Uh, everything seems to run great. I think after Fire Emblem's been out for a little while and I've made a dent in that, I think Dragon Quest Builders is probably my next game. Instead of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Hmm. I had always kind of bookmarked that I was going to get back around to Dragon Quest Builders, and now they put out the second one. You should definitely just go so. for the second one. Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear I hear the second one improves on pretty much all of the concerns from the first. A hundred percent. And it's got multiplayer and yeah, they fixed everything. And it, I mean, basically it's like it's Minecraft with deeper RPG mechanics and like a fully fleshed out story mode so that there's like things to do. Like it's not just go build. It's like, no, you need to build this to like defeat this bad guy and protect your city and all that kind of stuff. And it's cute and it's funny. It's got a great soundtrack. It's a lot of fun. Could you tell from the demo, is there like a like a free build mode? Um, I can't tell from the demo, but I could have sworn I read somewhere that like you unlock a free build mode okay. midway through the campaign mode. That'd be something that's kind of like a nice to have. I, I, I definitely like the targeted experience and, and having objectives, but it'd be fun to just fuck around and build like crazy after you've done some missions. Yeah, I don't know if it happens in this game, but in the first game, there was this weird thing where you would like build up your town or your city and like get it to being fully functional and like complete all the objectives there. And then you would get transported or like find a portal that would take you to like a new area. And then in that area, you would like basically start over again. In like a, I have heard that is not the case in this. Okay. I've heard that like a lot of the reviews that I was reading was saying it's improved from the first one because your progress does carry over. That stuff matters. Okay. Cause so like the, the work that you're doing to the village, I think that's your village. Cool. Yeah, because in the first game it was frustrating because you could always go back to your village. But it was like all that progress was like for nothing. That's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, once I get my hands on Fire Emblem, I plan on getting back to this game at some point. But Fire Emblem is probably going to consume most of my time. Yeah, I think Fire Emblem will be nice because it's like a game that you can, I think, just like kind of pick at yeah. if you want to. Like you don't have to like, you know, it's not so involved that you you can just, you know, play like a few battles here and there. And uh, yeah, I think it, that'll be really nice. Here's what I'm trying to decide. In Fire Emblem Awakening, I played on casual mode. No permadeath. Do permadeath. 
You doing permadeath? Yeah, because, like, you know, you can soft reset as much as you want, but... Mm, what's the point, then? <laughs> if you do permadeath and then just save scum it... Well, because you can't save scum. You you get punished. So it's, it's, well, oh, you, really? you do a soft reset, apparently. Well, because you can't... If you get 12 rounds in and then somebody dies, you have to start back from round one. Maybe that's worth it for some people. Yeah, I guess worth you gotta... That are on this podcast right now. <laughs> give and take. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Cass, you know what? Uh, that was it. I, I know it's a shitty thing to do, but <laughs> I don't care. Hey, I, re- I respect it. I have no problem with it. But at that point, just play on casual. But I'm hardcore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll play on normal. We'll see. And reset. I'm casual and I'm proud. I know I'm... that. The thing is, I know I'm bad. I, ju- I just played uh, that Advance Wars game that I'm blanking War on. Wargroove. War I lost so many units every single time. There's no way I'll kill everybody in this game. All my XCOM file saves are just a fucking graveyard of good men and women. It's like... Oh, and Sam, do you know what house you're going to pick? No. I don't really know anything about the story, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I don't know what my options are. Yeah. I think it's like the... Black Hawk Down is one of the schools. I'll probably uh, be the one that's most like My Chemical Romance. I, that's probably the, the the black whatever hawk or whatever. They're yeah. magicians and they're edgy. Mm. That's where the shy girl is. Oh, then definitely. I mean, come on. Oh, man. Cass, you been playing anything? Uh, just Mario. Honestly. Sorry to be boring. Mario and Forza and Divinity. Same old shit. I gotta play some games for the content, sorry. Yeah, Andrew, you're really missing out. On Divinity? You're really missing out. I know I am. But you guys got a four stack. No point in me getting it now. Yeah. I got kicked to the curb. Whatever. I mean, unless we If you guys want to kill Robbie. I mean, I think about it every day. We do want to kill Robbie, don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cass, are you still built? Did you beat the story mode? In what? Mario? Oh, in Mario. No, no. I've been I've been going through fucking endless. I'm all I just hit like 350 on my endless challenge. What? Uh, Damn. I mean I I play that like a little bit almost every night and just push it forward a couple levels and. How many lives you at? Uh, I maxed out. I'm at 99 lives, baby. Oh, nice. What? what uh, I'll, I'll be playing that for a while. It's uh, super expert, you know. You're lying. You're such a. Yeah, I am lying. I'm playing on easy, boy. But I, I have a normal run too that I'm just getting going. Because <laughs> some of those easy levels are just trash. Honestly, like, I was I had an easy run going on endless mode, and it was like too many of the levels were just titled quick, and it was yep. like a run right into the flag. My first level. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I mean it's no snake. The, nor- the, the normal run is much more fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see you guys make some more levels. I've been waiting for the follow-up to Pizza Planet. I was making a level themed after Metal Gear Solid called Phantom Pain. <laughs> Love it. And, it's so uh, good. I get like into it, and then I'm like, is this bad? <laughs> Play it a little Just bit. Just put it out there, man. Hey, man. We'll get there. Put it out there for the world. Show us your work. Show us your art. I mean, where's the sequel to Snakes in the Attic? I'll work on a snakes. If you want to, if you're going to put your phantom pain level out, I'll make a snakes in the attic 2.0. It needs serious improving. All right. I'll get back to work on. I'll bring my switch on the train tomorrow. Okay. All right. I'll work on snakes on the attic too. Cass, I remastered. uh, I really liked your comment on Yatsuhashi hop. This is the easy level. Cause you were like, Oh Robbie, I made an easy level for you. And I fucking died like 35 times. I'm like bullshit! I, this how? is the easy level. How did you die? What do you mean how? You you have a you have a genuine misunderstanding for how difficult Mario is. It's okay. I could not beat a single one of those rooms in Stir Fried. Not one. I couldn't beat them either. And I got to beat all four. Yeah. Five. Some. I think the person who won. Uh huh. He. It took him like f- almost an hour. Yeah. To get through it. I, don't... I guess that one's supposed to be tough, though. Yeah, Cass, we're giving away free t-shirts out here. I'm not giving away... No, you're right, you're we're right. We're not giving away a free t-shirt for 10 minutes of someone's time. No, you're right, you're right, you got me. But, Cass, I, th- I think... Watch the video. 
and then go through and try because like the video has all the tricks it's the execution for mm. me like i i do lack some game knowledge sometimes i come upon something and i think i'm not quite sure what i'm supposed to do or i didn't know a spin jump would react in that kind of way but most of the time it's just hitting what i need to do is the problem mm. That's i'm bad i'm bad yeah. too i couldn't beat gamer girl bathwater I that honestly was toughy. That was pretty hard. The intro, the beginning I, is harder than I thought it was going to be. I can get to the first pillar, and then I can't figure out what to do from there. I spin jump onto the thing, but I keep fucking it up. So, yeah, yeah. You know. I the thing. I think the thing with with my levels, like most of the most of the tricks are like pretty free if you know the right inputs. And I'm trying to, like, give better indicators for that. They're not unfair levels. Let me be very clear. They're not unfair. They're just hard. Yeah. And I am bad. Yeah. It's just like you're dealing with people that don't know how to shell jump. Yeah, yeah. None of my levels have shell jumps. I know, but I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> um... Let's talk about the Joy-Con drift. I'm very curious about this. I don't know what it is. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I was just going to ask you what you guys wanted to talk about first. But Joy-Con Drift. Basically, people's Joy-Cons, like, have ghost inputs. It's like, if you're not touching the joystick, like, it'll start moving left. And supposedly it's a pretty prevalent issue. Have you guys run in? Have you guys... Has this happened to you? I have two pairs of Joy-Cons since launch. And I haven't had it happen on either yet. Knock on wood. Both of mine are fine. Yeah. Um... And nobody I know has had it happen, but, like, there is a lot of people saying that it's happened to them. And Nintendo responded now. Uh, there's, like, a... At least Nintendo of America, if you hit them up and tell them you have Joy-Con drift, they'll, like, replace them for free. I was very surprised to see that. Why? Yeah, I mean... Uh, it just se- it seems like a... It seems like a surprising offer to to offer to your customers. Say, yeah, no problem. We will take care of that and fix it for free. Because it's not, or at least I think you could make the argument, it is not a manufacturer defect, right? It's a result of wear and tear. I think that people are saying it is a result of defect. Like, I think the people took, took it apart and were like, it's because of this thing. Like, even if you barely use your Joy-Cons, like, they'll just start drifting because of X reason, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I'm not upset about it, obviously. I'm just surprised. I'm, I'm pleased to see that they made the decision. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm kind of surprised, too, I guess, because I, I didn't even think they were going to acknowledge it. Like, when that class action lawsuit came out, I was like, there's no way they even say anything. <laughs> like, I, I, feel, I feel like we all paid for our Red Ring of Death replacements, didn't we? We all had to pay for that fix, I think. I don't know that I... Actually, I did. After I tried like to wrap it in the towel, put the toothpaste yeah. on, and all that shit. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You uh, you wrapped your Xbox in a towel while it was on, and that would burn up the inside components and would like melt this one specific piece that was causing the problem, and that would <laughs> supposedly fix it. You're lying. There's. N- Are you serious? Yeah, there was like a thing about putting pennies or something. Like it did something. Holy that, shit! It was fucking ridiculous. Wow. I had no idea. What a time, man. That was like a 50% fucking failure rate. And even they, I don't think they got a class action lawsuit. Or at least one that won. I was reading like, because when this came up, I was reading, somebody was like, made a post about how class action lawsuits work. And it's like, you have to prove that there was like malicious negligence or some shit. But I'm not a lawyer, so, you know. Well, if your Joy-Cons are drifting, send them in. Uh, Sam, did you see Spider-Man is the best-selling superhero game of all time? I did not see that, but uh, they deserve it. That game's fucking good. It outsold all the Batman games, which opened or which sold on every platform, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, uh that is curious to see because, like, I mean, like Batman is probably like the most well-known. Super- like, I would say like one of the most well-known superheroes. But, like, yeah, I'm not sure. I wonder why, like, the Spider-Man game, like, sold so well. People love themselves some Spider-Man. That's true. 
And did you guys see Google Stadia? No. What's this? No. Uh, That it's basically Xbox Live. Like, it's not... They had to come out and say that it's not the Netflix of games. Really? That you have to... So if you buy a game on Stadia, you have to pay for the subscription service to be able to play it. Okay. And that's separate from the games that I can access just as paying for the service? Or do I not get any games as just paying for the service? When you pay for the service, you get roughly one game a month. Okay. And those games will accumulate as long as you're subscribed. And if you unsubscribe and come back, you'll be able to play them. But any... You say one game a month? Roughly one game a month is what they say. Ugh. This shit fucking sucks. I wish Stadia would just go away. But... So then, are you paying? Sorry. Are you still paying the full price for the game? So if you buy a game outright, yes, you're paying the full price. Wow. Um, but they will give one game free a month, starting with Destiny, mm. uh, which is going free to play. But if you unsubscribe from the service and it's like PlayStation plus, like any free games they give out while you're not subscribed, you won't get when you resubscribe. What about games I've purchased in the past? Are those connected to my account? And if I re sign up, I'll have access to them again. Yes. At least that. Okay. Man, that is, that's like so scary. Cause Google does have like a track record of just like getting rid of the things that aren't successful. Yep. Like, damn. Like Google Plus. Rip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pass. Um, I'm trying on. to. I'm trying to pull up the article here, because there was it was I was kind of surprised by it. All right. So they said there was a Q and A section on uh, Reddit with the Stadia product director. And he said, quote, to be clear, Stadia Pro is not Netflix for games, like some people have mentioned. It's closer. A closer comparison would be like Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus. The Pro subscribers get 4K HDR streaming, 5.1 sound, sound, exclusive discounts and access to some free games. Roughly one free game per month, give or take, starting with Destiny. That's much different than what I was expecting this to be. I figured that it was going to be more like a Game Pass thing where it's like, okay, I pay and now I have access to my 30 or 50 or whatever it is games on rotation. And then if I want to supplement that with full games I buy, then I can. Nope, because it goes on to say uh, that the assumption was that Google Stadia would take a stab at the Netflix for game similar to Xbox Game Pass which offers 100-plus free games for 10 to $15 a month. But this is not that. How did they miss the messaging on that so bad? I have, I think this is why they're doing this, because it's like nobody knows why. I feel like nobody... Like, we're, we're two Stadia events deep. Did they... And we're just getting this? Did they explain this in the Stadia events? I didn't watch either of them, so I don't know. They didn't get through the payment model. Yeah. Or, like, how game delivery was going to work. How much is the premium one? Do we know? Um, it's $120 a year for the 4K streaming tier. Mm. 10 bucks a month. So, I mean, that, that sort of makes sense, I guess. Like, you know, even Netflix isn't that cheap. And, or is Netflix $10 a month? I'm not sure. But It's more now. Yeah, and so, like, to get, like, even unlimited free games... Because you don't have to pay anything to, for the hardware, right? Because you can just play it on your phone or on your TV. Theoretically, you can play it on anything using any controller. Yeah, so that seems, you know... Because even like with the, the Xbox, the Game Pass, like you had to buy the Xbox, you had to buy Xbox Live, all that shit. Yeah, so, but my monthly fee gets me 100 plus games, not one a month. That's true, but you also spent all that money to buy the Xbox. And all that. Sure, I understand. Yeah, barrier to entry, totally agree. This this gets you playing video games cheaper than something else would. Hundred percent. 
Yeah. It's just not offering as much as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's definitely shitty. And I would I was expecting something else, but also for I that just cheap, like Maybe I'm misunderstanding, but also unless you pay the hundred and twenty dollars, you can't play your games at all. Not just multiplayer. You cannot play your games. G- even games you bought at full MSRP. Sixty dollar games you paid sixty bucks right. for. You're paying for access to the platform. That's what your monthly fee is. But that's crazy. Like, if you buy a 60... Like, granted, if PSN goes the fuck away, this doesn't matter. But, like, you buy a $60 game on PSN, you can play that game without PlayStation Plus. Right. Yeah. And, like... It's like a PlayStation Now setup. Yeah. If you were to pay $60 for a game on PlayStation Now, I would be terrified that that game was going to get pulled out or disabled access or something. But it's like, how big is the market of people who want to play games in 4K? Pay a 60, $60 for games. Pay a subscription fee to play those games. Don't own a PC or a console. Like, that, that's going to yeah. be a small market. Like, who, who's their market right now? Because when they were like, yo, if you own a fucking Chromecast, you own a fucking laptop like you can play all these games when it was the netflix of games i was like okay i could see this working like fucking some parent is like oh i could just buy a dual shock or i've got a dual shock left over just plug it in and i got access to all these games for a fucking 10 bucks a month i think it's just it's about the accessibility and it's about the like mobility and options at this point right it's like you're paying 120 dollars a year so that you can bust out your phone and play Destiny on that. You know, you're not paying it so that you have access to this great library of games. You're paying it so you can access it anywhere you want and play on whatever the fuck you want. True. I'll be interested. I'm not sure if that's enough, but I think that's the pitch, right? I wonder if it is yeah. enough. Like I- It's going to be enough for you when Destiny drops. And you're going to say, ooh... I can switch my account. I can do cross save. Uh, I don't know. You can buy like, one of those little. I can play it on my phone. You can buy one of the little uh, controllers that like mount to your phone, and you can just like. Yeah. Play mm-hmm. it. Oh, man. You'll look so cool on the train doing that. I always wonder, like, because I love the Switch. I love portables. But like the overlap between when I am out of my house playing Switch, and when I have Wi-Fi available. Is like pretty slim. Yep. And even in most cases, like even if I'm in a hotel, it's like I'm never usually in the hotel for like a long enough period of time where I would like connect to the Wi-Fi and like sit down to play a fucking huge game. Like I would just pull out my Switch, play like 10, 15 minutes of a game and then leave. Or I'm on a plane or on the train or something. It's like I'm not streaming 4K games. Yeah. Or committing the time to Destiny. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes. I'd be interested to see, like, what day one adopter numbers look like. Or if we're looking at, like, a... What's that box called? The the box, the Android box that everyone thought was going to kill consoles? The Ouya? Ouya. Poor Ouya. I, poor one out for the Ouya. Miss you. Shout out to Towerfall. <sighs> it's on Switch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to Gone Gold, coldest podcast on the internet. We've been your uh, presidential cabinet to walk you through the games we've been playing and the news you want to know about. My name is Andrew Streak. Follow me at Street Sweeper. If you want to follow the podcast, follow us at Awk Pause. Buy that merch. Play, uh, play Stir Fry. Play Sans Mario Maker level. I don't have the code for it handy. Go to our Twitter account. It's there. You should play it. I think somebody already won the free t-shirt. Yep. So you're out of luck, but you should still play it, rate it, comment on Pizza Planet. Do it. If you want to follow comment Sam out where's, there. Oh, let's say comment on Pizza Planet, where's Snakes in the Attic 2? Yes. I can't That's wait. Deep. It's coming. Cass, what? I just started working on it five minutes ago. Snakes in the Attic 2. What Mario mode do you think? <sighs> I mean, I think the original is Super Mario Bros., so I will probably keep that. Good I know. can see Super Mario I just were 3. Fine. I could go 3. 
I'm not really that familiar with that one. So maybe this will be an opportunity to explore the landscape. I do everything in world because I like the music. Yeah. Sure. Can't blame you. Uh, Sam, where can I follow you on Twitter? Uh, catch me on Twitter at Superior Smath. Cassidy Sargent. Uh, find me on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Uh, watch your local political debates. Get informed. You can follow Robert Mackey at Robert Junior Jr. Tweet at him. Tell him where were you tonight? We missed you. Yeah. We hope you're doing well. Hope everything's good at home. Hope the old lady's doing all right. Speaking of his old lady, Elmer Gordado. You can follow him at Elmer Does on Twitter. I think. All right. Yes. Good. I know he changed it for a little while. He went through a crisis there, but he's back El- at Elmer yep. Does. Uh, you can tweet at him. Ask him how the the Blue Royals are doing. He loves that team. And yeah. the Astros. That's his second mm-hmm. favorite team. Can we change all of our, our all of our Twitter handles to Junior Jr.? Yeah. Like just like that's a good idea. Street Sweeper Junior Jr. I what like we should it. do, what we should do right now that has no ramifications but will be funny, and we should just leave it until he notices. Is you can change your Steam name as many times you want, whenever you want. We should all just go and change our names to Cassidy Junior Jr. Sam Junior Jr. <laughs> Andrew, Junior, Jr. Easy. I like it. He'll never listen to this episode. He won't have any idea. Yeah. Guarantee. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, remember to stay golden. <laughs>